Stories from Saints, Volume 3 Martyrs Who Kept the Faith During the 1910s, Latter-day Saints in central Mexico found themselves in the middle of a revolution that changed their country and tried their faith. In the summer of 1915, Rafael Monroy served as the president of a branch of around 40 saints in San Marcos, Hidalgo, Mexico. On July 17th, a group of rebel troops overran the village, set up headquarters in a large house at the center of town, and demanded that Rafael, a prosperous rancher, provide them with beef. Hoping to appease the troops, Rafael gave them a cow to slaughter. After Rafael delivered the cow, some of his neighbors began talking to the rebels. One neighbor, Andre Reyes, was unhappy about the growing number of saints in the area. Many Mexicans opposed foreign influences in their country, and Andre and others in town resented the Monroys for leaving their Catholic faith to join a church widely associated with the United States. Hearing this, the soldiers followed Rafael back to his house and arrested him just as he was sitting down for breakfast. They ordered him to open the family store, claiming that he and his American brother-in-law were colonels in the Carancista army who were hiding weapons to use against the Zabatistas. At the store, Rafael and the troops found Vincente Morales, another church member, doing odd jobs. Believing he was also a Carancista soldier, the troops arrested him and began ransacking the store as they searched for weapons. Rafael and Vincente pleaded their innocence, assuring the troops that they were not the enemy. The soldiers did not believe them. If you do not give us your weapons, they said, we will hang you from the highest tree. The soldiers brought the two men to a tall tree and slung ropes over its strong limbs. Then they placed nooses around their necks. If Raphael and Vincente would abandon their religion and join the Zabatistas, the soldiers said they would be freed. My religion is dearer to me than my life, Raphael said, and I cannot forsake it. The soldiers pulled the ropes until Raphael and Vincente dangled from their necks and passed out. The rebels then released the ropes, revived the men, and continued to torture them. Back at the store, the rebels kept up their search for weapons. Rafael's mother, Jesusita, and his wife, Guadalupe, insisted there were no weapons. My son is a peaceful man, Jesusita said. If it weren't so, do you think that you would have found him in his home? When the soldiers again demanded to see the family's weapons, the Monroys held out copies of the Book of Mormon and Bible. Those aren't weapons, the rebels said. By that afternoon, the Zabatistas had taken Rafael and Vincente to their headquarters where they were also holding Rafael's siblings, Jovita, Lupe, and Natalia. Lupe was shocked at Rafael's appearance. Rafa, you have blood on your neck, she told him. Rafael walked to a sink in the room and washed his face. He looked calm and did not seem angry, despite everything that had happened. Later, Jesusita brought her children food. Before she left, Rafael handed her a letter he had written to a Zabatista captain he knew, seeking his help to prove his innocence. Jesusita took the letter and went looking for the captain. The Monroys and Vincente then blessed their meal, but before they could eat, they heard the clatter of footsteps and weapons outside the door. The soldiers called for Rafael and Vincente, and the two men exited the room. At the door, Rafael asked his sister Natalia to come out with him, but the guards pushed her back inside. The sisters looked at one another, their hearts pounding. Silence settled over them. Then gunshots split the night. 
On the night of the Zabatista's invasion of San Marcos, Jesusita de Monroy had been on her way to speak with a rebel leader, hopeful that he could help her free her imprisoned children when she heard the fateful gunshots. Hurrying back to the prison, she found her son Rafael and fellow Latter-day Saint Vincente Morales dead, victims of the rebel bullets. Now, a year after her son's death, Jesusita was still living in San Marcos. On the first Sunday in July 1916, the saints held a testimony meeting and each member of the branch bore witness of the gospel and the hope it gave them. Then, on July 17th, the anniversary of the killings, they met together again to remember the martyrs. They sang a hymn about the second coming of Jesus Christ, and Casimero Gutierrez read a chapter from the New Testament. Another branch member compared Raphael and Vincente to the martyr Stephen, who died for his testimony of Christ. Jesusita remained a pillar of faith for her family. Our sorrows have been grievous, she wrote in a letter, but our faith is strong, and we will never forsake this religion. When Volume 3 is published, a complete list of works cited and the topic entries will be available at saints.churchofjesuschrist.org. End of the article, Stories from Saints, Volume 3, Martyrs Who Kept the Faith. Read by Casey Wayman.